Let's go to Mary Holm. Hi, Mary. Hi, Jesse. Would have been a bit rude to bump you for headless chickens, I think. Oh, look, it made, listening to that made me feel like the Grinch that stole the music or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, no, we've been looking forward to this. Actually, you've got some pretty good news um, about how people yeah. are managing their mortgages at the moment. Yeah, this caught my eye, rather, when the press release came through from the Bankers Association that said half the people with mortgages are ahead on their repayments. And I thought, wow, that's quite impressive. I mean, it's probably partly because interest rates have been going down over the last few years, and the conventional wisdom, and it's very wise wisdom, is to, when interest rates go down, and so your payments fall, maintain your payments at the old level. You managed it before, and so keep managing it, and that helps you to pay the mortgage off faster. And I'm thinking quite a lot of people might have been doing that, and that's how they've got ahead on it. But anyway, I mean, that's terrific. Of course, in, in, in the future, interest rates are starting to, to rise a bit, and so the opposite is happening. You've got no choice at that stage. You can't really just stick with your old payments. You've got to, you've got to come up with the extra money. But, um, yeah. Yeah, but but you always advise that, by the way, Mary, that if interest rates drop or if you get a pay rise, well, actually the pay rise advice might be different, but but that you shouldn't just kind of take the extra money; that you should maintain yeah. your uh, existing level of repayments. And it sounds like people are sort of doing that. Yeah, yeah. Look, if you can, and I mean, yes, and if you get a pay rise, maybe you put a portion of that into extra payments off the mortgage or something like that. I mean, you know, yeah. we don't want to be complete killjoys here, Jesse. But <laughs> so, so maybe if, if, you know, if you're finding you're paying $50 less a month, well, maybe you can um, keep paying the $40, $40 of it and, and have 10 bucks extra to have fun with. But, but, yeah. um, but it, is a, it is a wise thing to do. The, um, the, the downside of paying extra off your mortgage is that sometimes there are penalties if you've got a fixed rate loan. I don't. I would be very surprised if any bank ever penalised someone who said, "I want to keep my payments at the old rate when interest rates go down." I can't <laughs> imagine a bank penalising them for that. But if you just go into the bank, and especially if you want to pay off an extra lump sum off a fixed rate mortgage. Um, there'll, there'll often be a penalty, especially if it's a large amount, you know, if you suddenly get an inheritance or something like that, um, then paying, going into the bank and saying, I want to take this $50,000 off the mortgage, quite often there'll be a penalty for that. And so you have to park the money in a bank term deposit until the end of the term of the mortgage. And at that point, you can always pay extra off. But But many of the lenders will let you increase your payments just by a regular amount. If you went in and said, I want to add $20 per payment um, from here on till the end of the term, usually they'll let you do that kind of extra payment without penalty. So the the idea is just to, you know, to go in and ask what, what the deal is. Sometimes some people say, well, isn't it worth paying the penalty? And the answer to that is usually not. The penalty varies depending on what's happened to interest rates in the meantime. 
Um, yeah. So we, when interest rates are rising and the, and the bank can then take your money and lend it out, take the money you've paid off and lend it out to someone else at a higher rate, then they're not going to charge nearly as big a penalty as they will if interest rates are falling. So they can't sort of tell you in, in advance what the penalty would be. It's a formula depending on what's going on with interest rates. But generally speaking, it's not worth paying that penalty. But, but, as I said, in many cases you can pay extra off without a penalty. So it's just a case of asking your lender what the deal is. And, yeah. and this is good news for more than one reason, Mary. Yeah, look, the, the good news, the, the fact that half of the people have got ahead is, is really good news. I reckon there are four reasons for that. One is it's a good start on retirement savings. You, if you can pay your you loan off faster, then you can get more seriously into retirement savings, and so it sort of gives you a good kickstart on that. Another is security. You can, if you're paying extra off your mortgage, you can often get some of that, or, or even all of that extra money back if you need it. If something goes wrong, I would suggest you get that in writing from the bank. Say to them, you know, in an email or something. If I pay extra off, can I borrow that back again if necessary? But usually you can, so that gives you a little sort of backup there. Another one is that it's a nice sort of clear goal for people. You know, we talk about setting goals, but if you just set yourself a goal for paying your mortgage off five years faster or something like that, and what's more, if you're paying, say, $50 more per payment, that $50 gets more and more powerful each with each payment because a bigger proportion of that money will be, will be eating into the principal. As the loan goes down, the amount of interest you're paying gets less, and so if you're putting a lump sum of extra money in, it gets more powerful with each month as each month goes by, which is a pretty nice thing to watch. And the mm. final one that I think is a good is is a good sign of um, people having paid their mortgages off early is um, that it's an easy and risk-free sort of investment. If you've got some extra money and you're not sure what to do with it, it's very easy to just be paying down the mortgage. You don't have to think about, gosh, should I put it in yeah. whatever. Yeah. We've talked about that before, about um, about the various advantages of paying down your mortgage. But, yeah, the, the easiness of it, that you don't have to think too hard about where to put your money and, and the fact that it's risk-free, you get that the interest um, that you would have paid guaranteed. Yes, it's like if if you're paying 3% on your mortgage, it's like getting an investment that pays you 3% after fees and after taxes, and it's risk-free, so it's quite a nice sort of investment with your money. It's not necessarily the best thing to do. We went over this in February, actually, so people could look back. We In, in some more depth, you and I talked about it then, yeah. about whether that is the best thing to do with spare money or whether, in fact, you're better off investing elsewhere, especially these days now that mortgage rates are so low, um, it isn't as, as powerful a thing to do as it, as it is when, when they're 8% or 10% or something. Um, but you, but, so if you're saying, okay, I can make more money elsewhere with an investment, the trouble is it's got to be a fairly high risk one to make much more money out of it. You know, it's got to really be into a share fund or rental property or something like that, a fairly high-risk investment. So just be aware that if you're doing something else with the money instead of paying down the mortgage, if it's not worth doing unless you take high risk, and then you are taking high risk. So it won't necessarily work out so well. So you've got yeah. to weigh that one up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, and then there's the fact that we're all sort of 
for those of us with mortgages looking a little bit nervously at the future and, and as you alluded to earlier, the likelihood that interest rates are going to be going up and things might not be so comfortable for long. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's, um, now the lenders, apparently mortgage lenders, you know, allow for that when they give people mortgages. They, when they look at all your money situation, they do say, can this person afford to pay back a mortgage that's, say, three percentage points higher, so going up from, say, three to six percent, can they afford to pay that off? Because rates might go up, and that, so that's what they routinely do. So the bank has, has said, we reckon you can manage with higher interest rates. But, but having said that, things sometimes go wrong for people, and, you know, especially if you lose your job or another source of income, um, so the, the the main message there is talk to the lender early. Don't wait until you've missed payments and you're getting nasty letters from them and all of that. But they're much, much more inclined to accommodate you if you get back to them and say, look, I've lost my job, I'm not going to be able to pay my, my mortgage next week or next month. Um, and then, you know, that we haven't got a nationwide deferral scheme that we had mortgage deferrals during last last year's COVID because there was such a worry that people would be losing jobs that were a lot of people were allowed to defer, i.e. stop their payments for a while, mm. which, which meant they just lengthened the term of the mortgage. In fact, it's not free money, but it gives you a break in the meantime. But individual people can often still get that if they go and ask, or they can just pay interest only, which reduces the payments, or they can just negotiate to lengthen the term of the mortgage if it's currently 20 or 25 years, they might be able to get it reset at 30 years, and that reduces your payments. It does lengthen the mortgage. There's no free lunch here, but there are ways of reducing the pressure in the short term. So if someone's got a sort of financial crisis going on, do go and talk to your lender, because there are ways they can help you, especially if you get to them early on. You know, don't get behind in the payments. Yeah. Um and with high interest rates or higher interest rates possibly on the way, any thoughts on a best strategy for people with big mortgages? Yeah, it's an, that's an interesting one. The, the, this survey said 55% of people are on fixed rate mortgages only. They've got all on one, one term or it might be on a couple of different, you know, one year term and plus a three year term or something like that, but they haven't got floating. Oh no, sorry, the, yeah, yeah, no, that's right. Um, I'm getting a few letters from people to my Herald column saying, um, should I be instead having some of it floating now that rates look as though they're going to go up? Um, a floating might end up being a better deal over the next few years than a fixed rate. Um, or should, and should I have some short term and some long term? And I think it's not a bad idea to, to do that, to vary your mortgage. Have some perhaps for one year and some perhaps for two, three, four years, five years even and possibly having some of it floating as well. It depends. I was just looking at the, in the paper the other day. Um, floating rates are now quite similar to five-year fixed rates, which didn't used to be the case. So the, 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 the mix is changing now, and the basic message is that it's not a bad idea to reduce your risk by cutting your mortgage up and having some short-term, some long-term, and perhaps some floating as well. Because yeah, we I remember when we, when we first got our mortgage... And I was um, obviously knew your thoughts on the matter pretty well. I said to our broker that I wanted to split it four ways, and he looked at me like I was totally bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
and, yeah, well, quite. And and in recent times, I must say, when you looked at the rates, it did look silly having anything on floating. <laughs> Um, and unless you floating's more flexible in terms of paying off lump sums and that kind of thing, but um, and and you can get more variety. You can get um, re, um, revolving credit mortgages and that sort of thing that are floating. Um, but I must say, for a while, it didn't look like that got a strategy. But it's so hard to know what what the future holds. And certainly, there have been periods in the past when it's been a great strategy. And all I'm saying to people is. You might want to do a bit of this and a bit of that because then you're not going to end up looking back and saying, oh, I got it 100% wrong. You're going to look back and say, oh, some of it was wrong, but some of it was right. And that that tends to be sort of psychologically better for most people. Hmm. Thank you for that, Mary. Great topic. Really good to talk to you. And for people... um, who are interested in, in what they might do with their money um, that wasn't paying off the mortgage. As Mary said, there was a session that we did on that earlier in the year. You can find on our podcast page at RNZ. Cheers, Mary. It was back in February. Okay, see you, Jesse. Bye. Okay, thanks.